welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabasco, and listen, I'm going to make this minute really simple. Okay. No! <laughs> Multiple times in 60 from... seconds, I went, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? No! Oh, it's almost sitcom yeah, it's like just on the line. Yeah, like I want I want Jack Ritter to like you know <laughs> pop in on the side. God bless Jack Ritter, yeah, right? Yeah, like you yeah. know what I mean? Like like <laughs> I want him to like a Three's Company. Like this almost had a feeling of like a of a weird '70s sitcom where uh, you're just like right? what in what one door and out the other and... with some with some really very cool uh, framing moments in the cinematography, which we'll yeah, talk true. About. All right, so we're going to talk about Minute 41 of Louis Leterrier's 2008 Incredible Hulk movie. Uh, we pick up where we left off, which is Bruce in the computer lab. He is still on his online encrypted chat conversation with Mr. Blue. Uh, so he, let's see, we finish up the conversation and Mr. Blue has said, so what now? And Bruce answers, I've got to keep moving. Ain't nothing going to break of his stride. Nobody going to slow him down. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's got to keep on moving. Oh, I should have had the strip. Oh, I didn't know you were going to go there. That's great. Uh, but, yeah, so it, so basically I think Bruce here is making a decision like, well, it's all gone. I can't get it. I've already overstayed my welcome. I'm in a dangerous area. I got to get out of here. So his next plan is to get the heck out of Dodge. And that's what we see is then we cut immediately to his room over the – uh, pizza parlor over Stanley's diner, Stanley's pizza parlor. Uh, it's Stanley's, but what is Stanley's what? Do we know what it's called? I know I it's know. Stanley's, but I don't know what Stanley's oh, restaurant? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. Pizzeria. Okay. Yeah. Pizzeria, yeah, pizza, that would make sense. Uh, so then, and we see him immediately packing his stuff. Uh, and so he's, he's uh, you know, getting ready to move again. And what I think is interesting is, first of all, what is he packing? Because Bruce doesn't own anything. Well, he's got stuff now. <laughs> he's got stuff now. Well, so he's I been assume able to pick some few this things is up. a gift from Stanley. Yeah, Stan- St- gift. Stanley probably gave him some money. Yep. He got somebody. some things. Or or like basically, uh, my, my son's clothes are up there. You can just take them. Like, you know, give him the bag, give him the clothes. Right. Because Stanley's a hell of a guy. Now, I wish we could figure out if mm-hmm. I had a little bit more Photoshop algorithms, the mm. lamp that's on that side you table. You can't just say enhance? No. Enhance? It, 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 wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked there. I want to know what that lamp is because that lamp looks amazing. And this whole room looks like a time capsule from 1975. <laughs> that's true. So With whoever's the, the set designer, like you're like just... Lower intestine wallpaper. Yeah, and, and just everything, like <laughs> pictures on the wall oh, yeah, and the that. mirrors. There's tons of grandparents' houses out there yeah, that have true. rooms that look just like this. So bravo. This, yeah. this is really well done. It's, <laughs> yes, it sets very the tone. Well, let's say that I, I would imagine, I, don't, I couldn't find where this was shot, but I imagine this is built... I mean, imagine this is like a set that they constructed because I doubt right. that that I mean the, the restaurant's real, but I doubt that has a, a nice <laughs> '70s furnished apartment above it that they could actually use to shoot into. Plus the the angles they get, like you know Bruce looking in the mirror. Obviously, he's not looking into him into the right. mirror at himself. He's looking at the camera. And we see him making the choice of, oh man, here I go I again. Go again. I, gotta I gotta go. Like you're gonna hit the road again. Already like stretching out those quads because like. Gotta fate, hit the road. Fate clearly will not interfere with my plans to leave no. quietly into the night. Right. I'll just I'll move on somewhere else. I'll just drop by Mr. Blue's place and be like, how about just me? Yeah. So yeah, we, we so we go immediately downstairs and we see uh, Stanley is trying to close up again. Oh, it's the second night in a row, Stanley just wants to close at a reasonable time. You know what he should do? 
What? Lock the door and turn off the lights. <laughs> you notice that that's never been done. Like, the lights are on, right? True. Apparently, the door's open. Yeah. Here's a clue. Lock the door. Turn well, off you all know, the lights. He keeps a tight schedule. So, like, he closes uh, immediately at 10. Uh, actually, I don't know exactly what time it is in there. It's not really a clock, but I'm sure like he is. You know, and so it's 9.55. I, right. we, I've worked retail. I know what it's like. You know, you're you're trying to close everything up. You're like, oh, man, the, the, the money's counted. The things are closed. Like, here we go. And then somebody has to walk in five minutes before. You're like, come on, man. And especially when it's somebody you know. Right. Because like, this is somebody uh, he like, I want to take care of you. I'm just going to be like, get, on, like, get out of oh, here. Oh, a closed. regular customer. It's even worse. You're like, oh, now i got to be and break out everything that I just put away again. He's not worried about Yelp. There is no. no is there Yelp? I don't know. 2008? <laughs> no. I don't know. He's not worried about any of that. He's just like, no, yeah, we're out of here. So we get to see um, Betty walking in with, and finally we get to see the mystery man. Oh. We still don't know his name, uh, but we know that that is Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell, uh, who actually, I, I thought, I'm like, I know he... He he broke on Modern Family, so mm-hmm. like this, this within a couple of years, with right. about two years, he'll be on Modern Family, and from there he'll go on to do amazing things. But I was like, man, what had Ty Burrell done before that? Turns out a whole ton of stuff, because he was a. Here, let me give you a quick quiz. He was a New York actor, so he appeared on. Oh, Broadway. No. Oh. If you're if you're if you're any kind of actor on New York, right? You have at some point appeared on. Law and Order. Oh, are you serious? Yes, he's done Law and Order. <laughs> every New York actor. Every New York actor has appeared That's on right. And some multiple times. They have died multiple times on Law and Order. They've murdered someone. Oh, yes. Or they, they poisoned they, the right, person. So they've, been, who... they've been killed. Or they were then the killer later on so, as a totally different person. Because, yeah, you live in New York long Don't enough. Don't you love... You're going like, to appear on Law and Order. All those shows, well, even like all the NCISs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the great little opportunities for you know actors of yeah. all different ages, all right. you know wherever you're at the beginning of your career. The yeah, middle sometimes the you're end. the guy that leads you to the guy. Yes, you know, like uh, John Mulaney's bit about uh, the guy who won't stop stacking boxes even though he's being interviewed about a murder. Yeah. <laughs> 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 His favorite character. Yeah, so he's the loner. Uh, also, um, uh, I think that's, that I found incredibly impressive. He appeared on an episode of The West Wing. And really? during Aaron Sorkin's tenure, too. So he was on the Women of Kumar episode, which is a, a, a famous episode of uh, West Wing, too. But he, like, so, like, he got to do the, it wasn't even like the later West Wing. That right. wasn't his stuff. Like, he appeared, he got to do Aaron Sorkin the dialogue. The heyday so, at the height. Yeah, exactly. The right. Uh, let's see uh, some of his other highlights I found. Um, he was in Evolution. Remember Evolution with David Duchovny? That was supposed to be the next Ghostbusters, and yes. it was just a gigantic failure. Oh my God. Yeah, but you know, everybody's got to pay their bills. Um, he was in Black Hawk Down. What? Yeah. Uh, he was in uh, Dawn of the Dead, uh, the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead. Uh, and also, he was in National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets. What? With what part? That's I just He was like the presidential aide. You know, by the time he gets to Incredible Hulk, he's got a pretty good resume. Like, he's not a nobody. And this wasn't like a, his first role. It was just like for him, just at a gig before and he was this, about to after hit this, big he, time. He hits big time. He hits big time. And then he does Muppets too. That's right. Oh, Muppets <laughs> Most Wanted. Oh, I love that movie. He's so good in that movie because he's like, there's certain people who can act with Muppets and he is one of them because oh, he full yes. on commits to it. Yes. Just like Michael Caine says, yes. you can't think of them as puppets or anything like no. You have to look in their plastic eyes and, and think see their soul. that's a person. <laughs> right. And like commit to it and he does. Ty like commits to it. I think yeah, he's great in that movie and doing a ridiculous accent which I love too. Uh, so then of course he'd go on to play Phil Dunphy. Yes. Uh, and he let's see from that he gained two Emmy Awards and five SAG Awards. That's not even wow. that's not, that's that's one not nominated. 
Wow. Yeah. So like this is like at the cusp. He's just about to break big. Way to go. Yeah. So he is playing uh, Dr. Leonard Sampson. Uh, so Doc Sampson is a character who let's see, debuted in The Incredible Hulk number 141 in July of 1971. He was created by Roy Thomas and Herb Trimpey, uh, two longtime Hulk guys. Uh, Doc Sampson is an interesting character because he is Basically, his defining characteristic is not his green hair, which he will have, or his strength. It's that he's kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, there's, I, mean I, I say that not to be... Uh, there's, I mean, you can be a jerk. You can be a weirdo. You can be, you can be uh, aggressive. But he's just kind of a dick in all the stuff he does. He, uh, he, he ends up treating the Hulk, and so he's like a super psychologist. So he's like a, a scientist psychologist, and so he starts treating Bruce and ends up splitting him from the Hulk. Oh. So for a while there, they were two separate beings. Well, it turns out that uh, Bruce was a really good influence on the Hulk because as soon as you split the Hulk, Hulk goes insane and it becomes way more aggressive and, and, and going out. There's nothing to hold him back. Who would have thought? Yeah, right? So then, of course, when they had the Hulk, he, uh, they took some, he, they drained the gamma radiation out of it, and he's like, hey... I suppose that gamma radiation tastes like. So, oh, what? So he doses himself with the gamma radiation, and then he turns into a gamma radiated thing. So, but instead, wait, wait, not of, a Hulk. He turns he, into he he gets huge. So okay. he gets swole essentially. Right. He gets green hair, which because he's Doc Sampson, where do you suppose his power comes from? Oh, oh yeah, the length of his hair. So for the first thing, he had long, luscious green oh, locks that hanged all the way down his back, ponytails all the time. But then eventually, his uh, like you know basically another creative team took over and went, yeah, that's kind of dumb. So he basically his gamma radiation uh, issue works itself out, and then he's just he just has green hair and then he's strong. So basically, he's being strong, but his personality doesn't really change. He was he was always kind of an arrogant jerk. And he remained that way. Like, every time there was a decision in the superhero community about, like, which way they go, he always chooses the bad side. <laughs> he, like, worked with the Thunderbolts. He uh, he was on the wrong side of the Civil War. He helped uh, uh, design a superhero prison for everyone who resisted during Civil War. I mean, like, he's constantly, like, making the bad choice. So this is a very different portrayal, no, right? I mean, nice guess. He, you know, he, we'll see in this one. He, he doesn't make the best choices either. But, see, it's not, he's never evil, though. He just makes, like, very rational, sensitive decisions that make him be kind of a jerk. Oh, uh, no. So gotcha. yeah, so that so this that's that's Doc Sampson. So that's who he's playing here, even though it's never explicitly spelled out. That is the character that he's playing. This so oh. he so in this one he's just Leonard, but it's Doctor Leonard Sampson. And apparently there were intent there was the intent that he would go on to appear in the future Hulk sequels that they were intending. Oh, so as they're... as of this recording, that has not happened. However, yeah, there is a possibility of a series on Disney Plus. It's true. Who knows? Yeah, that's right. They're uh, like uh, as of time he may have more time. They're on his developing hands. <laughs> the She-Hulk series, so there could be a way for them to. There's uh, that's interesting. You know, when, uh, by the time She-Hulk would be shooting, then Modern Family will have wrapped. It's already done. He's uh, he's oh, already, they, they already finished. Oh yeah, they've already. I think they've already okay. wrapped most. Because I know they yeah. haven't aired all the episodes yet. Right. As, at, at, yeah, the, oh, yeah. at this point in history, but uh, yeah. So maybe he's yeah, maybe he's done. So oh, he's a free agent, and he's got a good relationship with Disney. And he is ah, in the Disney family. Wow, that would make a lot on. of sense. Disney Plus executives. Right, Ty Morrell is just a phone call away. <laughs> 
Listen to us. So anyway, yeah, show for time for I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, back to the back to the the matter at hand here. So poor Stanley just wants to just wants to you know send Bruce on his way, but no, he's got two of his regular customers, and also the fact that oh yeah, that's right, your fugitive ex boyfriends in, in who, like, who murdered people. Room. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so like Stanley's got to play it way. Cool. I got nothing. So, uh, we're all cleared out. Right. Got no food. Yeah, he says all I've got is marinara. That's what he says. But this is what I like, interesting. Then Betty says, oh, but I need to have a Mr. Pink. I was like, what the heck is a Mr. Pink? So I had to look it up, and I found what a Mr. Pink is. It's a Shirley a Mr. Temple. Pink. Is it a Shirley no, Temple? No, Mr. Pink is actually a kind of pizza. It is a, a particular style of pizza. So it is, it is pizza with Creole chicken, plum tomatoes, fresh garlic, and mozzarella. Well, that's a lot of work. I know. Well, For wait, a guy that just what? has marinara, she's ordering a full, Betty, like, deluxe pizza. What are like, you doing? Betty. <laughs> he just Come on. He's got he's... Wait, wait, you're telling me that, wait, the one thing that's not on that pizza? What? Marinara. Yeah. Well, that and doesn't make any sense. The one thing he just said is marinara. Like, I, I mean, I assume it's red sauce. You know what? What? No! <laughs> Come on. She, I mean, I, she's being a little overbearing here. I mean, I, I, was, think, I was thinking, like, oh, this is probably date night. I was. That's what I'm thinking. But at the time, he says, uh, now, "Now Leonard says, oh, she worked through dinner again, so she has not anything to eat. So the poor girl is hungry. Yeah, so what's Stanley to do when one of his favorite regular customers comes in and wants a full deluxe pizza? Well, at I can tell 10 you, o'clock at night, nine fifty nine or whatever it is. Well, I can tell you what Stanley. Okay, let me digress for a second. Sure, this digress. is where I'm going to bring back another Three's Company reference. Yeah, because this now becomes the sitcom of this. Yeah, Stanley's like, okay. This is weird. Mm-hmm. I'm a little little nervous. But, but I can kicking her out would be even weirder. Right, that would be weird. I, yeah. I can't do that. Right. But hey, Bruce, he's a smart guy. It's not. <laughs> he's going to hear commotion. It's not going to like he's just going to barge into the dining room and be like, "Hey, what's ever? What's going on, everybody? What's <laughs> happening?" Right? Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which kind of gets me to this the crazy part of this minute. What happens? Uh-huh. I so, mean, this is total Jack. Tri- oh, and you know, I, I. I merged Jack Tripper and I know. John. You I decided didn't not me. to correct you on air. <laughs> I figured I'd let the audience do that. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get John Ritter, anybody who Jack listens. Tripper, yeah. Okay, you listen yeah. to this. Ep- Wait a minute, you listen to this episode, and if you get like like two minutes in, uh-huh. you're like, Rob's an yeah, idiot. How does he not know John Ritter? <laughs> firing off an angry tweet to at next reel. Uh, why did you hire these guys when they don't even know Jack Tripper? Oh, I'm not Jack cutting. Tripper, John Ritter. It's an easy. I am cutting none of this from this episode because <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, like literally, I'm looking at this going. Right, that's what was in my head the whole time. Yeah. Like this is like an okay. Yeah, John. John again, Ritter. John Jack Ritter. Tripper. Awesome, yes. awesome comedic actor. Yes. Please look him up if yes. you're not familiar. Also, his son is a and his son. Yes, absolutely. I'm a huge totally. fan of his. So anyway. Yes. <laughs> so he's so Bruce is like on his way out. He's like, "Oh man, I hope maybe I can get uh, Stanley to make save me some of that marinara to take on the road." Yeah, I know that's all he has left because I'm a considerate person, and I know that I've been living a paranoid life forever. <laughs> right. But 
What? I don't listen to any commotion like outside the kitchen no, door. No, because he's close. It's like it is. Uh, see, I'm I'm I'm, est- I'm estimating the time. I'm thinking it's probably ten o'clock, but I really have no idea because there's there's more of this night will unfold. So we'll see. Sure. But I'm thinking like he's like hey, it's like ten o two by There's now. Nobody here? Like nobody's gonna closed. be here. I mean, he's probably just cleaning up. Because again, he's a smart guy. He closes the door and turns off all the lights. Yeah. So meanwhile, <laughs> poor Stanley is forced to make this this very exotic pizza, which probably is on the menu. So uh. let's, let's give her that benefit. And then uh, Leonard is telling the story, and I gotta think this is an ad lib. I gotta think Ty Burrell is yeah, just like sound... oh, just make up some uh, boring story from work, and he's doing it because <laughs> I listened to that story, I read the stuff, and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I listened to the whole thing a couple of times, and I was like, "That doesn't." I mean, like, it's obviously it's supposed to be out of context too, but like, I have no idea where you be at was the punchline to that story, and <laughs> it's like, well, uh, I I don't know what's going on there. So then, as he tells the story, that's like his big punchline, and he he covers his face, and like like as I like, oh my god, can you believe this guy? And drops down, and then there is a a movement at the door. Uh, as Betty looks over, like you know, you know, where his head used to be, and sees something. Something happened. Something right? happened. Something with the door, and that's it. Like we so, just see a slight door move, and that is where the minute ends. Now, this is a very simple minute, and completely left in a. Like, yeah. cause you know, yeah. oh my God, is yeah. she gonna see him? Like right? this could all go downhill really fast. Yeah. I do like. We'll be we remind you of this when we pick up with the next minute. Yes. There are some really great choices here in shot selection. Mm-hmm. We've now, when this all happens, we really start to focus on faces. Yes. And they're tight shots of expressions. And the Ty Burrell, I mean, Ty Burrell's face mm-hmm. fills it from his eyebrows to his chin. Yeah. Fills the vertical part of the frame. There's a reason for this. Mm-hmm. But I can't talk about it until the next minute. That's right. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be all be answered in minute 42. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of stuff going on. So anyway, so uh, we'll we'll find out what was going on with that swinging door uh, in our next episode. Uh, So in the meantime, uh, if you want to uh, track us down, you can follow us on all the social media stuff. We are the next reel at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Uh, And you can uh, find out more about this show in particular and what's going on with it at MarvelMovieMinute.com. So thank you all for listening. Hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye.